It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR-FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Thursday, August 11th. This is your KVMR Evening News. Tonight, we're bringing you something a little different. We're dedicating this evening's newscast to voices from Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital. A press release from the California Nurses Association alleges persistently unsafe conditions at the Grass Valley Medical Facility due to lack of staffing. I sat down with two Sierra Nevada RNs who spoke in depth about these claims. KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza spoke to the hospital's president and CEO, asking him to address some of the claims. Nurses at Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital in Grass Valley have launched a public awareness campaign about alleged unsafe hospital conditions due to short staffing. We'll hear from Lisa Henry and Jessica McWhorter. Henry has been a registered nurse for 14 years, spending 13 of those years at Sierra Nevada. McWhorter has been an RN for four years and has worked at Sierra Nevada for her entire career. Last week, the California Nurses Association which represents 251 RNs at Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital, issued a press release alerting community members of, quote, persistently unsafe conditions at the medical facility stemming from lack of staffing. When did this short staffing begin? Is it cyclical, tied to an event, or a chronic problem? I would say that it's been an ongoing problem, but it's really been a struggle since COVID struck, and we were uh, challenged with staffing, but at this point, it's I don't think we can use COVID as an excuse anymore. Our staffing is just really short consistently. Every shift, we're short-staffed. I think um, based on my you know, four years at the hospital, that's also been a cyclical issue as well. There's been historically times of the year where it's busier than others. But what we're seeing in the last two to three years is we're not having those slow times. So they're still kind of, they're still trying to staff higher and lower for busier times of the year we're just busy all the time. And I think that's been a change that they haven't been able to keep up with yet. In the same statement, the California Nurses Association claims management says they cannot afford to hire any additional staff. What's your response to this? What information makes you think they can afford it? Sierra Nevada is owned by Common Spirit Health, which is the largest nonprofit health system in the nation. Uh, the last year, Common Spirit Health had nearly $1 billion operating revenue gain and investment income of $3.4 billion. And they need to invest these profits in patient care and nurses. The top 24 executives for the organization Common Spirit, which is huge, the top 24 executives make over $50 million a year. They don't have any problem investing in their branding of human kindness and all of this when, you know, they really should just be doing the right thing and and having more staff there and the resources to care for the patient. Do you have a sense of whether this understaffing issue is unique to Sierra Nevada? There isn't an actual nursing shortage. There isn't a, a shortage of nurses that are willing to put up with these unsafe working conditions because we are professionals and our license is on the line every day that we're in there. And it's not unusual to go in there and have to do total care on five very sick patients all by yourself. You're on your own. Can you take us through an example of an RN shift at Sierra Nevada with the staffing numbers the way they currently are? You hit the floor running. You have five patients on our medical surgical floor. And there are times of the day when you will get on the floor and all five of your patients will want something from you at the exact same time. 
And so if you have five patients and one nurse and you have five patients wanting things, what's that look like? That looks like four of them waiting. Um, and so that could, that could be a whole day. <laughs> you could have a whole day of four of your patients waiting for something because you can only take care of one at a time. There are times when we cannot even get off the floor long enough to hydrate ourselves. I mean, Sierra Nevada breaks the law every day that we miss a break. I mean, there are California labor laws that say that we need a rest period, especially when we're talking about a 12-hour shift. So it's not unusual for a nurse to go 13, 14 hours without a break. And this is while we're caring for your family member. And I don't think there's going to be a perfect case scenario where that's never going to happen. I don't think there's ever going to be a time where we don't have some shifts where we miss breaks. But when it's the norm, when it's, it's the standard... It, it's a it's a different ball game. It's hard when you you go home every day and you don't feel like you did a good job, you know. And that's not our fault. We go in there and we literally give it all we've got all day long, and we're we're making ourselves sick doing it. It's it's unfortunate. We're gonna keep doing it because we care for our patients. But if we're looking at the longevity of our hospital, the longevity of caring for our community. If we care for our nurses and give them the resources that they need to take care of our community, everybody wins. Have you felt or witnessed burnout among staff? Abuse. It feels like we're being abused. That's how we leave feeling work. Or that's how we feel leaving work. It feels like we've been abused for the last 12 and a half hours. And I'm, I've heard this from nurses who have worked there for 20 years. I didn't tell them those words. Those are the words I thought. But then they tell me those words about how they feel and I go, oh, it's not just me. <laughs> Have you seen veteran nurses or other hospital staff leave the hospital specifically due to staffing conditions? I particularly just went part-time in April because it was not healthy for me. I know several nurses that have left in the last couple of years because they didn't want to experience our working conditions any longer. Yes. Um, there's an excellent nurse that I work with, and um, she said that she was struggling really hard the other day, trying to keep up all by herself with four patients. Management came around and thanked her graciously for all of the hard work she was doing. And she spoke up and she said, I need help. I'm really struggling right now. And they just said, well, thank you. And then they disappeared. And she went into the bathroom and cried and applied for another job at another hospital. And this is someone who has moved her family up here and planned to, you know, work here forever. So we can't compete with other hospitals if they're going to continue with these conditions. You mentioned an increase in the number of patients coming to Sierra Nevada. Do you have a nurse-to-patient ratio that accommodates this increase? So we are always going to have ratios. Mm -hmm. That's the California law. And you'll hear us use five or four because depending on the level of care on uh, the floor that the patient is on, it will determine whether it's a five-to-one ratio or four-to-one ratio. Legally, we cannot have more than that. But before a shift, if you had you know 20 patients, that would be four nurses. We're having 30 and 45 patients on that same floor that used to only have 20 or 25 during certain times of the year, and it's constant. So we'll have two nursing aides for a patient load of 30, 40, 45. That's just not good. <laughs> That's not doable. Have they added duties or responsibilities to RN's roles due to the lack of staff? All the time. Okay, for example... We could have 30 patients on my floor and come in and have only one nursing assistant to take the vital signs and do all of the work for 30 patients. So their solution was to give the, the work to the nurse. It's not doable. It's not sustainable. And it certainly isn't safe. It, it feels like the ask, the constant ask is, hey, do more with less. Have you witnessed errors made due to hospital staff being tired or rushing due to lack of staffing? Yes. 
I mean, people are not getting, um, they're not getting walked as much as they should be. Um, we're not able to do things like give everybody baths or make sure people have brushed their teeth. You know, we're doing medications, we're talking with the doctors, we're coordinating their medical plans of care, which all takes time. And again, that's where the nurses' aides come in because they're the ones there walking the patient to, you know, to the bathroom to brush their teeth um, and really take care of those things that out here in, in the non-hospital world, we all take for granted. Definitely this lack of staff is affecting patients in many ways. I mean, people can be in pain waiting for their medication. You know, medication, really important medications like antibiotics can be, you know, delayed because we can't do everything all at once. People are at risk for acquiring infections while they're in the hospital because we're not there to turn them, you know, and they can have uh, pressure ulcers. A lot of complications could arise just because of this unsafe staffing. So we're just asking for more help so we can take better care of our patients. And when you do sit down to the table with management, do you feel like they are receptive to your concerns? I've never seen such a wide divide between leadership and the floor nurses, and they just really are out of touch with what we go through each shift. That makes it really difficult. And also that they're not listening to us because nurses know what patients need. You know, if if we are out here in the community telling people to help us and back us up and ask for changes, then there's something wrong in the hospital. I think anytime you have a big organization, there's going to be a divide between lower workers and your admin. Um, and I and it's because you're looking at different things, right? They're looking at numbers and metrics, and um, they're looking at it through a different lens. We're looking at it through the lens of our patient experience, our work experience. That's why we're here today. We're not here to say our management's bad or administration is bad. We're here today to say, like Lisa said, hey, hear us. Come look at it through this lens and see if we can come up with something better. Management has a high turnover. You know, we go through different chief nurses, different chief CEOs. We've been through probably five CEOs since I've been there. But the nurses are there for life. The nurses are committed to this hospital. If you were a patient, would you be nervous to be going to Sierra Nevada? I had a family member that was there for eight days, and I was on edge every day because I know the inside you know, it, it was really scary for me. And I, and I hate to say that because I love this hospital, but that's the reality. I can say that since we started this campaign, people are feeling a little bit on edge. I worked the other night and you can feel it. You can sense it. They, they want to stay with their family. The family members stay longer. They're looking around. They're, they're looking and a lot more observant now. It's difficult because you're the one that giving the care. But at the same time, these are consumers. They are making a choice. They need to be making an informed choice. They need to know what's really going on so they can choose our hospital or another hospital where it's safer. And we need to move forward in making our hospital a place where our community wants to go. That's the thing that we do have in common. Management and administration wants our community to come to our hospital. We want our community to come to our hospital and feel safe. And to have this hospital here is such a resource and I think we just have to work and and make it better. Thank you both for your time. KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza reached out to Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital President and CEO Dr. Scott Neely to address some of these claims. Their interview up next. Dr. Neely, You and I are talking today because there's been some controversy regarding working conditions at Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital. To start, why don't you explain to me what's happening? Um, 
I'm going to try to answer that, but uh, I'm going to start by saying that uh, there is actually not a controversy at the hospital. Uh, we do have some employees uh, who uh, are raising some issues uh, uh, regarding uh, staffing and operations at the hospital. Uh, and uh, we have been uh, engaged uh, uh, with those employees all along uh, in uh, working on these issues with them. Um, you know, certainly for reasons that uh, are not entirely clear to me, uh, a group of our employees uh, have uh, made the decision to uh, air their concerns uh, publicly in the media. And uh, I think it's important to understand uh, those concerns in a, in a somewhat broader context. You know, we work on a regular basis with the California Nurses Association, uh, which is behind some of the communications that are being forwarded to the media. And we completely respect uh, their right to raise these issues. Uh, and uh, I will tell you that uh, support for our employees uh, and ensuring that we have the capacity uh, to safely care for our community uh, is a top concern of ours. And our leadership team consistently does everything within our power to provide compassionate, safe, and high-quality care to our community. And we succeed at this every day. There have been no instances where patients received inadequate or unsafe care due to staffing practices at the hospital. And in fact, as a rural hospital, our very low rates of hospital-acquired infection and medical error place us in the top 10% of hospitals in this country. Certainly, uh, there are going to be times when employees uh, uh, raise concerns, and it is their right to do so. Uh, and we are here to engage with them in the type of internal negotiations and conversations that can lead to engagement uh, and to problem solving. And uh, uh, we've always been here to do that, and, and we remain ready to do that. Uh, debating uh, these issues in the media uh, is probably not going to be part of the solution, however. We spoke with two RNs who work at Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital, and they say that management isn't listening to them, that they're making suggestions, and that they're being ignored. How do you respond to that? There are going to be times when we are either not in agreement with or unable uh, to uh, comply uh, with suggestions from our employees. Uh, uh, it's certainly our job to listen to employees uh, and to uh, make improvements uh, where we can, but it's also our job to manage the hospital. Uh, it is nursing leadership's job uh, to manage the nursing staff. Uh, and what we try to do is to listen, uh, to uh, work with good ideas to make things better, uh, both for our nursing staff and for our patients. But there are going to be times that we disagree. Uh, and uh, uh, when those agree disagreements uh, are, for example, outside of the bounds of our contractual obligations, uh, as negotiated with the California Nursing Association, we, we do act on our prerogative to manage. Let's talk about some of their concerns. They've said that Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital is consistently understaffed. 
and that some RNs are sometimes going 12 or 13 hours without breaks. What's your response to that? So let me start by saying uh, that staffing ratios in California are actually mandated by the state government. What are those ratios currently? Uh, The ratios are 4 to 1 for non-ICU patients and 2 to 1 for ICU patients. Obviously, we attempt every day uh, to be compliant with those staffing ratios. Uh, And so it is a very rare instance where Sierra Nevada Hospital is outside of those staffing ratios. And that occurs only in situations where there is a sudden surge uh, of patients in the emergency department that overwhelms our staffing plan. So uh, it would not be true to say Uh, that we are frequently understaffed. We uh, are uh, completely in compliance, uh, both with our contract with the California Nursing Association, uh, which uh, uh, indicates uh, uh, what our staffing obligations are, as well as uh, our obligation to be compliant with state mandates. Finally, the issue of working without breaks. Breaks and lunches are mandated, and we take that very, very seriously. Now, uh, occasionally a situation will occur, and this happens most often uh, when uh, a staff member uh, or more than one staff member calls in sick on relatively short notice, and we are unable to find a substitute staff member to fill that slot. During those situations, we do stay within ratio, but staff can be overwhelmed by the amount of work that there is to do. Patient care is unpredictable, uh, and sometimes when staff are overwhelmed by that amount of work, they miss breaks. We take that very seriously uh, because breaks are important for staff well-being, uh, and we do everything that we can to ensure that every staff member is able to take every break that they're entitled to, but sometimes the situation uh, overwhelms us. I think that it is no secret that there is a nationwide staffing shortage uh, in healthcare. Uh, And uh, Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital is no different from any other hospital in uh, facing that challenge. It's hard right now, but we are hiring nurses and we are uh, onboarding new nurses uh, every week. We onboarded eight new nurses. Uh, at our last uh, new pl- new employee orientation day, and we're doing everything that we possibly can uh, to uh, meet our obligation to provide safe care and to be compliant with our contract with the California Nurses Association and the state of California. You said that the hospital is hiring and that eight nurses were onboarded at the last new employee orientation day. When was that? Uh, you know, I can't give you the exact date. At our last new employee orientation day, uh, we uh, onboarded eight new nurses. Uh, At the orientation today prior to that, which I attended myself, uh, we actually onboarded six new nurses. So uh, we're hiring nurses as fast as we can. We are uh, uh, filling our open positions as fast as we can, uh, and we are completely in compliance with our uh, contract obligations and our obligations uh, as mandated by the state. Another thing mentioned by the nurses is that there isn't a staffing shortage, and that in fact the reason that hospitals are having trouble recruiting and retaining staff is because of unsafe working conditions. What do you say to that? It's untrue. Because of the nationwide staffing shortage, 
nurses have opportunities to work practically in any state in the union, as well as to work for staffing agencies uh, uh, where they travel to different hospitals. Uh, uh, there is absolutely a nationwide uh, nurse shortage as well as healthcare staffing uh, shortage, and you can refer to any number of reputable sources of information uh, to confirm that. If this situation were to escalate and nurses decide to strike, how does Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital plan to deal with that? Uh, you know, we uh, certainly hope uh, that uh, our nursing staff, who, by the way, we think the world of, uh, would not uh, place our community at risk uh, by doing something like that. Uh, I've got to tell you, we have uh, an incredible uh, nursing staff here. They provide fabulous care, high-quality care, and safe care uh, to our patients every day. Uh, and I have to say that uh, our feeling is that the vast majority of those nurses uh, uh, work in an incredibly supportive uh, and constructive way with our leadership. Uh, we are certainly uh, uh, aware uh, that uh, there are nurses who are uh, spokespeople for the California Nurses Association who disagree uh, with some of our workflows and protocols. Uh, uh, and they have uh, raised those disagreements up, referring to staffing issues, when in fact their principal disagreement uh, seems to be around uh, some of our workflow and, and management approaches. But I met with uh, representatives from the California Nursing Association yesterday, uh, and I pledged to continue to meet with them and to continue to work through their issues. Uh, it would be uh, a tragedy for our uh, community, if uh, that collaboration failed, uh, we will certainly uh, do everything uh, in our power uh, to ensure that it doesn't fail. And uh, should we reach that uh, doomsday scenario, uh, we will deal with it uh, uh, when we get there. That's our newscast for this Thursday, August 11th. Both of tonight's interviews are available for a second listen at kvmr.org. KVMR gets support from listeners like you and Carmen's Garden and Greenhouse, locally owned since 2012 on Loma Rica Drive, Grass Valley, stocking greenhouse coverings and components, down-to-earth amendments, IPM products, and more. Open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, carmensgarden.com. And California Solar, a local B Corp, employee-owned solar co-op in Grass Valley. Working to balance profit and purpose. Specializing in residential and commercial solar systems, including battery backup systems. cal-solar.coop. The KVMR Evening News is produced by KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza. As always, thanks for tuning in. I'm Kelly Reese, signing off. Join us Friday at 6 for another edition of the KVMR Evening News. Okay.